0: Hello everyone! Welcome to a new episode of One Vision and our brand new season, The FinTech Fuse. This is Theo, your host for the episode, along with Stephanie Foster, my partner in crime, and a surprise guest co-host today, Amelia Wainscott. Welcome, ladies! And today we are even more delighted to see good things coming forth. So we want to welcome Laurie Shao, CEO of Finley to join the show with us. I think this is the first time, Steph, that we actually have four ladies in here. Fascinating.
1: First, but not the last. Wow. Not the last.
0: Yes. Awesome. And we're not doing this, like, you know, um, uh, women in FinTech podcast or anything. We just happen to have four brilliant women talking about FinTech. So, Laurie, before we get into Finley, which is your latest baby, can you walk us through a little bit about your career journey and how you got started in the space and where you are right now.
2: Absolutely, thank you so much for having me. I am so delighted to be here and see three additional women on the uh, virtual room. It is very rare to see because I'm typically one of uh, just one, <laughs> the only woman in a virtual room of men. Whether we're fundraising or just pitching to you know potential partners, so I I love it. Um, a little bit about my background: I've been in financial services for over 22 years. Uh, prior to building Finley about three years ago, I spent my entire professional career in uh, financial services. So working with financial institutions like, you know, JP Morgan, Silicon Valley Bank, uh, Wells Fargo, and so forth. So very much household names that uh, supports the business community. And my role in, uh, you know, my prior life um, has really been just building financial technology, scaling financial technology infrastructure to support what we consider the small but mighty. So under-supported communities, small businesses that are looking to do good, but lacking in resources and access to do that. And really um, on, a, on a you know higher level is to really challenge the horrendous stats that majority of small businesses fail within the first 10 years in business. I mean, why is that? what are they lacking? What are the bridges? What are the gaps that we need to bridge? Right? And, um, and and that really led me to Finley. So the the genesis of Finley is really a combination of kind of professional data points where, hey, I'm working with all these innovative companies. I felt so privileged to have a front row seat to see who is innovating what, for which market, how are these disrupting and transforming certain verticals, right, that historically have been under supported. And um, and what is the pipeline of innovation? And that data point coupled with my own personal life, right, I'm a, I'm a mom to two young, kids my husband and i will work full-time we are the product of the sandwich generation where we have seniors who are regressing and very needy <laughs> um and so we just cannot survive and function without the support of community-based businesses whether it's the daycare centers the senior centers the the people who come and clean your home the pool, pool services pest control landscaper right like you take a step back and you're like holy moly like how are we able to do anything without the support of all these amazing businesses and um and what was really um unfortunate is that these amazing businesses that are you know recession proof long-term customers um you know like very little churn and just doing amazing work that demonstrates value day in and day out but they lacked access to the right tools and resources to help them get to the next level and i think the wake-up call was one day when you know our cleaning person was super apologetic and she was like hey lori i i know you guys are busy but i'm sorry to bother you forgot to pay me for the last two months and i was just mortified i was like oh my goodness i i am sorry like you should not be apologizing to me it's on me you know to that I fail to put a calendar reminder <laughs> to take out some cash and 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 put it under my vase for you, um, and uh, and and it just dawned on me that these amazing businesses. Uh, why are they not able to learn how to use Venmo? Like, why are they not able to leverage the existing technology out there? Like, uh, you know, QuickBooks solution or Square, Stripe, Stripe, you know, like all of these like abundant technology and 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 um, solutions out there for them to function. And um and then it, 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 I realized that. All of the existing solutions out there was not built with this audience in mind. It's the intentionality is the you know, and that leads and influences product development and everything that we do. You know, at Finley is you know rooted at the who our ideal customer profile is 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 the small but mighty, right? It's the it's the landscaper, it's the pool services, is you know our cleaning person who's had to feel so apologetic even though she's doing so much lift for our household um to 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 say that hey you forgot to pay me like what are some of the solutions that we can build to support her and businesses like her and also make it easier for families like ours to um to continue to function harmoniously like in this ecosystem and so that's kind of like the personal data point that triggered um, action on my part and you know taking a few steps back even further i'm a first-generation immigrant to parents who were uh, blue-collar entrepreneurs or my parents uh and i immigrated to the us they couldn't speak english they didn't have a lot of research they couldn't get a nine to five job right and so that's why over 30 percent of small business owners are immigrants because like what else can you do other than to start a business um with your two hands and try to put food on the table and create a better life for your family and um and 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 you know at the core or in my heart the reason why you know I also felt like this is the time to build finley was because um, Finley didn't exist for my parents 30 years ago and 30 years later, not much has changed for those who look like my parents. And, um, and so, so, so it was, it was not just like one thing that triggered the, the, the beginning of Finley. It was multiple data points that gave me the courage and confidence to say, you know what? I do feel um, uh, that I am the best person to build this because I truly care and understand this space, and I've been equipped and very fortunate to have this financial, you know, institution, you know, technology background where I know how to build the right size technology, and I know in my heart who to build this for, and I know that there isn't uh, or aren't many, you know, technology startups that are building. With this um, intention in mind, so um, and so all of that led to the genesis of Finley, and I I am extremely ecstatic to um, you know to build Finley from the ground up, um, and also proud to say that we are a certified B Corp. You know, because we are um uh, we have to be reminded daily on why we do what we do, who we're building this for. We're here to transform an antiquated environment. We're here to support and wheel change for an undersupported uh market uh that is vast but lacking in the right resources and tools that were built for them. Um and so here we are. And and, and lastly, Finley stands for financial lift, right? So uh, every 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 way you slice and dice Finley, um, I hope that the mission and the, the vision of Finley is um, you know as as clear as day. I I, I love the way that
1: you frame this, Lori. And you know what? Yes, you are you are the best person to build this because you've lived it on both ends, right? Uh, from the consumer side. And from the retail side. I, for one, am super excited that Lori went on this journey to build Finley because that's how we met. That's what brought us together. Lori was recently a part of the Accelerator program at the ICBA and the Tent Tech Accelerator and graduated with honors uh, earlier this year. So I'm I'm just stoked to have the opportunity for us to catch up. That it's been months since you graduated from the program. One of the things that I really do admire about you, Lori is the fact that when you pitch your company, you always lead with mission first. Um, and I know for four of us on in the, in the podcast today, um, mission driven is a part of our nature um, for sure. So, you know, your mission is to support small
2: business owners. So
1: can you tell us why is that so important to you?
2: So important because we need to level the playing field for these small, medium sized micro businesses, right? Um, I don't feel like there is a lack of drive and asp- an inspiration and aspiration and and skills right for um entrepreneurs everywhere um, but it is the lack of resources that is hindering them from reaching new heights and if we are able to supplement um you know the confidence that they have to support them to do the things that they dream of building and doing, then I think the world will be a better place, you know, for all of us and our children. Um, You know, just like my parents 30 years ago, I don't feel like they lacked drive and ambition. They know how to run a business. They are amazing entrepreneurs, great at negotiation, and they're super resourceful. But because the lack of resources, right, to help them reach new... Hides, whether it's access to capital or preparation to even have access to capital or even to be bankable, right? There is a lot of hurdles that these business owners um, in the traditional landscape, um, you know, uh, lack. And, um, and it, I do feel like for those of us who recognize this gap, we have a sense of responsibility to fill those gaps uh, with, with res- with you know, resources or solutions, right, to, um, to help them do their job better. And so that's definitely uh, you know, in our DNA and the mission of Finley to 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 build everything that we can to help them uh, do more, do better.
1: And you're not just building it for one particular type of business, right? You're, you're industry agnostic. You mentioned earlier you can serve the daycare the landscaper the house cleaner the small business owner around the corner the small bodega and all that um you have tens of thousands of smbs that are across all these very very unique verticals within your customer base and you're expanding also to serve community banks as well what has contributed to you scaling so quickly? Congratulations on that, by the way, that's that's real measure of success. And what advice can you share with other founders when it comes to scaling a SaaS solution?
2: Well, scaling a SaaS solution for the small and micro business arena is actually, it's, it's very challenging. It's probably the toughest market I've ever uh, ventured into and explored because it's not like um, it's, clearly defined. Oh, we just sell to Google and Amazon and 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 we know how to navigate through the organization because they have clearly defi- clearly defined roles and responsibilities, budget, playbook, right? They know how to ingest solutions like yours. Um For small micro businesses, there isn't a playbook, right? What influences them to buy is actually very difficult to pinpoint because it could be anything. It could be just a a situation that happened that triggered them to, you know, browse and look for a solution because they just can't take it anymore and I think the the, the 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 biggest challenge that we have to penetrate the small medium-sized business space is truly distribution right because if we think about how small businesses buy um, and what they're influenced by, you know, for the most part is their peers, is what they understand, is community. And for um, an up and coming Finley that is not an Intuit QuickBooks, we don't have brand recognition. Um, you know, we have to be smarter about how we acquire these businesses. Do I go and knock on doors to like, uh, you know, the, the local tutoring center block, you know, and, and hand out my business cards? Um, that is not scalable for a venture backed startup. Right. Um, I would be like laugh out the door by every single one of our VCs if that was the case. But then at the same time, if I try to acquire them digitally, I can't compete and buy the keywords that a stripe and a square and a, you know, a, a QuickBooks can afford millions of dollars a month just for kind of like, you know, Invoicing, billing, right? Um, and so, what what can we do that is very strategic and different? Like, how do we pierce through the noise and um, and to try to capture their attention? Um, and that is kind of uh, that's that's actually how we are very much differentiated from the crowd is our distribution. So we go after community based organizations, whether it's like cities, municipalities, CDFIs, business centers um, that. Have a curated, highly engaged audience of small businesses, right? That 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 trust them to be the source of truth, to be the advisor and confidant, to provide them the resource materials for them to do business. Um, and so, for us to piggyback off of those local trusted advisors, it's actually how we got our start. And migrating or evolving into, um, you know, financial institutions like community banks, um, you know, it is a it was. A, a moment um, earlier this year, where I'm just like, who else in the community are trusted by small businesses? Who else in the community are, are incentivized to see small business succeed, right? And who else in the community provides a solution where our solution is complementary to? And so it was just a logical evolution for us to explore community banks. And thank goodness for ICBA and the Think Tech Accelerator that opened doors for us because, um, you know. Don't get me wrong, I tried my best to go at it myself. You know, I called the local community bank, they won't return my calls. I didn't know how to navigate through the, the gatekeeper, the multiple levels of gatekeeper, because it's a very closed community. You know, they trust each other. And I'm an outsider uh, who's never worked for at a community bank before, um, nor do I have a Rolodex of people to call. And so with um with us being a part of the ThinkTech Accelerator, it uh it supercharged and accelerated our understanding and access to community bankers. You know, um, having connected to now over a hundred, you know, community bank C-suites just in the past, you know, four or five months, it is gold, right? It's like, where else can I have the opportunity and access to accelerate that learning? And once we have these conversations, i you know it it was very very obvious to me that this is the right place for us this is the the exact place where we need to be because community bankers they care about their community they care about small businesses they love business accounts and business relationship because once they're able to bring in a new business relationship not only do they have the relationship of the the business but the, the owners and the employees right there's just exponential opportunity when you are supporting a business and um and then at the same time where do we add value right a community bank have a whole suite of amazing bank products whether it's bank accounts and debit cards and and credit cards and you know um uh, and lending products but a community bank is never going to build a CRM, they're never going to build inventory management, right? They're never going to build a subscription billing service for their business or like a DocuSign, you know, integration or like a, you know, like all of the things that we have off the shelf, I would say is very much complementary to the existing suite of solutions that community bankers already offer to their customer base. But then the problem with the community banks that they experience is there's deposit flight risk. There's the relationship um uh uh churn right that they're constantly experiencing with this new wave of neobanks and fintechs that's saying hey i'll give you inventory management but you have to use my debit card so next thing you know these amazing business relationships are straddling multiple um, you know, different platforms, you know, they have some accounts at Chase, some accounts at the Neo Bank, some like some balances, you know, in PayPal and Venmo, and they're using Square for other things. And so where is the relationship? Like, where does the community bank sit within the overall relationship management, you know, um, platform for these businesses but by weaving in a finley we can help them and beef up their toolbox to displace all of the different financial technology platforms out there and really allow these community bankers to be the de facto right the truly be that champion for their businesses and their community just by weaving in finley and betting finley in a white label form so um so i would say yes practically it totally makes sense for us to get into the community bank ecosystem. But at the same time, the more I learn about this ecosystem, the more I feel like, why is the community bankers the first call during COVID, but then the last to be, you know, considered when it comes to, oh, I just, you know, brought in a million dollars where can I put this you know and and so uh, and 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 what we want to do is we want to come in and be that innovative sister company that's joined at a hip to these community bankers right and be like you can continue to be the first call for your customers and you can also compete against the squares the demos the paypal's out there if you have us in your back pocket and we are here to help you innovate and catch up right to all of the different innovation out there and help you better support your business banking customers so that at the end of the day we are transforming this antiquated um ecosystem right in in banks because you know clearly banks and healthcare are the two oldest um and, and and toughest to innovate ecosystems and how do we help them right how do we help them advance how do we help them compete and that's kind of been our our focus um this year and it's been amazing so much learnings and, and we're just inspired every day by these amazing bankers doing great work.
0: I think listening to you, I'm inspired. Um, for those who are listening, obviously you can't see Lori's excitement, but I can feel your passion coming through. Um, and it's, it's, it's exciting. That's one of the questions we often ask when, when we look at FinTech. Why do we exist? What is the raison d'etre? That's what I always ask entrepreneurs. And what you just stated so eloquently fits the mission, the purpose that we were just talking about, right? What is your mission? Your mission is to support small business owners and also, as you say, be joined at the hip with community banks. And that's how we can grow um and adapt together. I do want to ask you though, knowing what you know now, Ray, having gone through the journey of reaching out originally to the community-based organizations, the trusted advisors, and then adding on the community banks, SBA, whatnot, would you have changed anything at all?
2: Absolutely, I would have. <laughs> I'd have called Stephanie um, and trying to join the Think Tech Accelerator from the beginning, because this is it's just it's night and day, you know, because as a just like our small business customers as they are struggling every day to find direction, right? What is product market fit for them? How do they, uh, safeguard against competition? How do they pierce through the noise and differentiate themselves? You know, we've, we've been in this phase where we are, um, you know, we have, uh, trying to throw stuff on the wall and seeing what sticks, right. And, and after a couple of years of throwing random stuff on the wall, um, this is, This is uh, clearly the direction that we need to go. And we are fully committed to supporting the and transforming the community bank ecosystem. You know, with our just integrations to core banking providers, um, digital online providers, and really allocating majority of our technical resources to make it easy for community banks to use Finley and weave Finley in to their native environment. If we were to start this three years earlier, I think the progress um, would be exponentially uh, more favorable um, for us. (laughs) But it's never too late, right? It's all about trial and error and learning. And that's why we have an appreciation for for ThinkTech and Stephanie and Amelia and the rest of the team.
0: Stephanie, you didn't pay anyone off, right?
1: <laughs> this no is, comment. Hashtag no. no comment.
0: This is this is amazing though. I mean, what better testimony um can you give, right, to the power of of community, to the power of accelerators, to the power of what you guys are doing, gals are doing, um, than this, you know, seeing it thrive. And I love hearing stories about B Corp. It's it's one of my favorite um stories. Um, I remember the first time I think we had a B Corps here was, um, I think it was Andre um, with uh, Aspiration. That was a while ago. But um, so I want to ask you of all the entrepreneurs and small business owners that you have worked with, and clearly you're super passionate about that, starting from your personal experience, essentially. What are some of your favorite stories? We love stories.
2: Yes, absolutely. So, um, and I I hope it's okay that I name drop. (laughs) Uh, My favorite, favorite, I I have so many favorites, but this one is the most memorable for me because um, uh, her name is Jennifer Wang. She is the owner of Ushu Unlimited, is a an after school program with you know martial arts, um, uh, lessons or classes in a local facility in Monrovia, California. And you know she is, um, she like she uh, she left her corporate job to support her husband who is teaching in this school. They started their school at a park. Um, because they couldn't afford a facility, so they started their school at a park. Um, just you know, just taking on children <laughs> uh, who wants to learn uh, art, martial arts, and um, in seven years, uh, you know, fast forward seven years, they have their warehouse, they have their facility, um, they are supporting hundreds of families and households in the local community, and um, and and they're just amazing. And when she first came to us they were using you know a combination of excel spreadsheets they have like a whole ledger of inventory because you know you can provide services but at the same time you have inventory we have like uniforms you have like belts you know you have like a lot of different things um and that everything was just kept on an excel spreadsheet and um and the trigger for her was there was like one month where she had to send out a manual invoice to maybe like half of our households for the three months prior billing because she had forgotten to bill her customers for three months. And she was like, that was like very, very embarrassing. And then there was also a likelihood of complaints. There was a likelihood of the families not having sufficient funds to handle this and she's like you know we just have to like leverage technology we had to embrace technology and she was one that came from corporate america very very familiar with the power of automation right but there was just a lack of a right-size solution for them so she was using a combination of you know excel spreadsheets and paypal and you know and 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 square and various other things um and it just wasn't it just it, it just didn't work it just it didn't do it for her and then when she migrated onto Finley, not only was she able to like support and delight her customers, but grow her um, her customer base. And she was also not only able to grow her customer base, but add additional product lines because she then realized, you know, which is the biggest problem that many small business owners fail to realize early on, which is the the value of time because when when they feel like you know i can actually do this i'll just carve out four hours you know the end of every week to reconcile to build to send things out there's human errors there's time there's there's missed opportunity that she could spend with her kids. There's missed opportunity that she could like be creative and strategic and think about creating another like product skew, right? There's a lot of different a lot of different opportunity missed or lost um, because of the time involved in the administrative burden that she was just so numb to. And, and I love her story because she checked all the boxes of our ideal customer profile at the time, you know, it's like try, trying to embrace technology, but just just couldn't figure it out you know trying to like manage and grow her business but she was just capped out on how many new businesses she can bring on because every new business was just adding to more mess exponentially right that led to not being able to build for three months straight um, and then, and then, you know, she never went on vacation, um, because every time she goes on vacation, there's a new kid that's, uh, now in school that wasn't onboarded correctly because her husband just like allowed them to come in. Um, every time she goes somewhere, um, she like, you know, can't reconcile the inventory because her husband's like, oh, you have a hole in your shirt. Here's another one. You know, <laughs> you know, it's like, there's, it's like, it's super cute how they're running their business, but like their story is really the essence of small business. Like they're trying so hard to make it work. Right? They're trying so hard to make it work but really they just needed a little bit help a little bit of automation a little bit something right so that they can do more. Um, and then you know they have been on Finley they've been the early adopters of Finley, been on Finley for about three years and now they're able to take on more customers they're able to really quantify their growth they're not losing any more <laughs> inventory to um, uh, you know to to human errors um and they're 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 rocking and rolling you know and that's what we want to do we that's what we want to do for small business we want to empower them to do more whether you're content to be a solopreneur of one or you want to you have the aspiration to grow your facility have more locations bring on more employees like you can do that if you have us in your back pocket so um so i i mentioned her because her story um you know it is very much the essence of all of our businesses on Finley.
0: So Lori, I'm curious. I know that you know
2: that I just graduated and ICVA and the think Tech Accelerator is kind of my first big career step. So I'm curious if you have one piece of advice or if there's something that you wish you would know when you were my age, when you were just starting your career out. I would say I'm very envious of your age, by the way. <laughs> Because I remember being very fearless, um, you know, uh, at your age. and um, and I my advice would be to um, to really take advantage that of that fearlessness and take that first step in anything that you want to pursue, because um, as we get older, you know, uh, priorities change, and that fearlessness becomes less and less, Uh, obvious for me, right? Because then you have a sense of responsibility for my children. Oh, is this the right time? My kids are still so young, you know, but my husband is self-employed, you know, maybe I should still keep my daytime job so we can have stability. There's like a lot of more and more noises, um, you know, will be echoing in, in in your years as you continue to get older versus if I just took that leap of faith, you know what, regardless if I i I fail or succeed i'm learning i'm just going to do it right because if you don't do it you're just going to be you're going to be held back um by time and um and i would say my my biggest regret and my which is also my recommendation to um you know to you amelia is just like seize the moment um and that fearlessness and just go for it uh, because it's only going to get harder Thank you. I yeah. love that. I'm going to, I'm going to remember it. <laughs> Seize the moment. So, so Stephanie think... if, if, Yeah. So Stephanie, like if Amelia leaves you because she's <laughs> then starting start off next week, uh, not my fault. I'm <laughs> calling Lori now to see what, what advice
1: are you giving on a podcast, Lori? I yeah. <laughs> actually have um,
0: a uh, evidence of it, right? Since it's recorded. Oops. But, the, <laughs> but you, you said it so right though. Seize the moment. And I think, and it, it, I think it um, doesn't matter where you are, right? And your career path, Emily, even if it's like your second job, third job, seize the, seize the opportunity because oftentimes we don't know what we're going to end up with and what future holds. So I, I just love this. Can I say I really like this episode, Steph? Thank you for bringing the amazing, amazing team here. Um, this is lovely. We have like multi-generations. Oh my god I'm the elder <laughs> yeah. but this is this is super cool thank you so much for sharing um your journey with us Laurie if people want to find your app or download your app um where do they go to and what where can they go to learn more about what you do
2: yes they can visit us at finley.com f-i-n-l-i.com stands for financial lift again so it should be easy to remember Finley.com. Um, you can, uh, you can find all the information about, you know, um, our, our history, what we're working on, our roadmap, um, and be a part of the, the change, you
0: know, be part of the change. I can't wait to see what the future holds for you. I think next time when we do talk again, it's probably going to be, well, I wouldn't say it probably, it will be tons of thousands not just but hundreds of thousands of smb's that whose lives you're going to be changing so i look forward to hearing more thank you so much for joining us today laurie and Amelia. thank you so much for joining us first time hopefully and i know it's not going to be the last and for the rest of our audience thank you so much for joining us for another episode of one vision fintech fuse we will talk to you all next week